Welcome back to the QB Draw. This is uh, Ezra. I got my co-host John, as always. We're uh, reporting live from Kiev, and we got Ryan down in Argentina. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to kick it off. We finally got some Buckeye stuff to talk about, other than the same thing we've been talking about for four months. And we love that. We love to be Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305 in yep. this podcast, of course. Uh, yep. Nothing like it, baby. Nothing like it. It's the time of year. It's uh, yeah, we're happy to have Argentina's number one college football podcaster <laughs> on with us today. The voice of Buenos how, Aires. Uh, how sad yeah. would it be if that's not true? By the way, <laughs> yeah, it's probably not. Like I, I guarantee you, there's somebody there that's like you know the Paul Feinbaum of uh, of Buenos Aires. So yeah, just some insane. <laughs> you got yeah. some stepping to do, man. I need I need yeah. to start recording like all of my Midwestern friends saying the city and see like how much of a Cleveland accent we can get pitched into uh, Buenos Aires and just see. <laughs> well, even I get made fun of because I say the R fucked up apparently. Uh, by all, I, all I my have friends no here. Idea. Yeah. Buenos Aires. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's Buenos Aires, but like we're, it's we're like the, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a it's like a sound that's not really in English, like that soft R. Yeah. Kind of, you don't really yeah. use. It's the same like. You know, like with my Pittsburgh ass accent, whenever I'm drinking, if I were to mm-hmm. say the word like otra, which is like other, I would say like otra, right? Like is how you would read it. Yeah. If you read O-T-R-A, right. you would just say otra. And, you know, it's like just you sound like a fucking hick, if, I think, if you talk like that uh, uh, <laughs> down here. So I'm yeah. doing my best to not be yeah, a that, that, that was here. That was like me when I was just trying to learn Arabic, just like complete. Like cause there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's some sounds that just aren't in English. So it's just like. Sure. The guttural yeah. sounds are really tough. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. It's like. Salam alaikum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just talking like like Kenny Smith or something. Speaking of, this is this is absolutely not related to Buckeye football or any kind of language. But did you see that Kenny Smith uh, was in the Turks and Caicos with Drake and Jack Harlow? That is not, not a joke. That yeah. Uh, was, <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> the, the eyes emojis of the world lighting up. Uh, yeah. I'm imagining a scenario where it's like, I don't know, like <laughs> some guy in Ohio sports, like, you know, we get, uh, who's the guy who writes for ESPN that covered LeBron for forever? Um, oh, Brian Windhorse. When, yeah. If like Windhorse is, is going to Aruba with, you know, like uh, <laughs> Maurice Claret and, and Garrett Wilson or something. I don't know. <laughs> that'd be, uh, that'd be fantastic. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's hard to hijack the podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> Terrell, Terrell J. Star in, uh, in, <laughs> in like Barcelona with some fucking like Ukrainian officials. <laughs> Let's go. We love to see it. Still working for free. Um, but yeah, uh, the Buckeyes, the Buckeyes practiced football. Uh, for the time being, we're uh, we're we're done with uh, mat drills and rope drills and box drills and and the like, and they're uh, they're playing football. And uh, we have some rumblings to report. Um, I guess we'll start on offense. I think the most interesting thing to me um, has been the reports. Of, maybe not. Maybe the defense is more interesting. But one of the more encouraging things to me has been the uh, reported starting five on the offensive line. And that is uh, Dewan Jones, Matt Jones, uh, Luke Whipler, Donovan Jackson, Parrish Johnson. Uh, what do y'all think about that five in those positions? It's a great question. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's kind of interesting to see how it's going to shape up too, as like guys get healthier, as guys, you know, alternately get banged up during this process. But um, I don't know. I, I think that it's going to be really interesting to finally see Paris at tackle. I think that's the biggest storyline to me. It's kind of going like under, kind of maybe under discussed. 
is that he's kind of been assumed as like this, uh, the slam dunk, right? Five star, mm-hmm. one of the best tackles in a long time from out of the state. Uh, and, you know, I liked Paris as a prospect a lot. I think everyone did. It's not, you know, breaking news, but we had a really poor season at guard. It did not look good at all. Right. I thought he was, you know, uh, one of the two or three worst linemen on, the, on that line, which was, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, a pretty, pretty bad line as well. So not really a good place to be in. Um, but of course, it's not really his skill set. So I'm really, I'm really curious to see him attack and see what that looks like. Yeah, uh, go ahead, John. Well, that was what I was going to say, right? Like you've got this, uh, like yeah, like you said, Paris Johnson, and, and a lot of that is kind of the Madden brain that you have when you're like looking at O linemen and being like, well, he plays, ta- he's going to be a great tackle, or he was uh, highly recruited in high school, so as a tackle, so he's automatically going to be able to play guards, uh, play guard because. Um, the guys across the line from him are, are that much slower or, you know, whatever, but, uh, it, it's not just a, it's, it's not as seamless of a fit as you thought it would be. So hopefully moving him to tackle does allow him to kind of, you know, and another season of, of weight training and, you know, uh, maybe a, a competent head or line coach, um, helps kind of alleviate some of the, some of the, the issues that he was having last year. Uh, definitely that was the thing that stood out to me though, was Paris Johnson playing tackle. Yeah. It wouldn't uh, surprise me. The the thing that stands out to me, like the way these guys are talking about uh, Donovan Jackson, like Kevin Wilson, comparing him to fucking Trent Williams. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's like one of the third best player on the team behind uh, Stroud and, and uh, in Jigba next year. Uh, he seems like, he seems like a true freak. And also I know he's like six four on the smaller side, but it would not surprise me. I mean, Panay Sewell wasn't the wasn't the the biggest guy, uh, tallest guy, and and Donovan sure, Sean Slater, arms, yeah, right? yeah, another one yeah. there, yeah. It, it's like next year, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he's starting at tackle um, instead of guard, and if the NFL views him as a tackle because um, we've been we've bamboo- bamboozled like this before with a guy who gets a ton of uh, spring uh, slash winter hype and doesn't live up to it. But with the way he was recruited and the way these guys are talking about him, um, I, I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Yeah, I think that and, and, and the more competent and, and strong offensive linemen you have, the better, you know, the whole package looks right. Like, uh, you know, gives everybody more time to throw the ball. It hopefully creates a shove for the running game, which, again, like we've always said, was a little bit stale at the end of the year. Um, and, and some of that, like we said before, might've been on Trevion just, just being banged up. But, uh, you know, you hope at a certain point that, uh, you know, they'll be back at full health, um, maybe have some different looks, uh, run, run fits as well. Um, and yeah, see, hope, hope it works out. Is it crazy to say the guy in the line I'm most confident in is the one that's like has only started one or two games for Ohio State and never started Matt a full Jones season? Is, Matt, Matt Jones, Jones is easily the most consistent. Oh yeah, he's not, the guy yeah. you have to trust. Like going into right. this year, right? You just yeah. know exactly what you're getting. Like he's not going to be a great pass blocker, mm-hmm. but he's a damn good run blocker, and he's going to get the job done pass blocking well enough. Uh, and you just he's actually fits his role, which is crazy right. when you put a a guard body at guard and see what happens. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I think something else that I'm kind of like mildly concerned about is just that it's the second offseason in a row we're not going to have any kind of battle at the center position, despite there being subpar. Right. 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 So like last year, Harry Miller uh, was kind of handed the job in spring, despite not practicing during the spring. And then they moved Matt Jones to position as a result. 
then Matt Jones never got to compete for his job because Thayer Munford got moved to guard as a start. And that was a whole chain of events, but it led to Luke Whipler essentially, you know, getting the job as a redshirt freshman untested mm-hmm. and now has it again because Matt Jones is going to keep the spot at guard and Harry Miller's out for the, for the off season. It seems like, uh, which he's, he's not, I, I doubt Harry Miller. I, this is on no inside info, info. Um, but I doubt he'll ever be a part of the program, not in sort of a bad way. Just like a, it seems like it's not going to work out here. Yeah, and I don't think it's it, like essentially my understanding is it's entirely of his own choosing that he's away from the team, and um, you know he has an open invitation to come back whenever he wants. But there was a lot of confidence in his camp coming into this that uh, he would be back for the spring, and obviously it hasn't happened. So I mean, he's not away for injury reasons. He's not away. I mean, it's it's you know mm-hmm. take for what you will, but uh, which hopefully, of course, Harry's in a place where he can come back to play football again. I, I of course think we all want that, but. Um, I don't know. I, like you said, I don't think it's anytime soon. I don't think it's coming close or anything like that. And just hope the best for him. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's, it's, it would be hard to consider him a factor. So I think Whipler was like, you know, uh, it's not like I've watched a bunch of Luke Whipler tape, but from my Hey, but um, you know, I, I remember him being solid, if not spectacular. Um, so too I, small. I don't know. I just think he's like not. He's not strong enough. Not big enough right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing the strength and conditioning staff at Ohio State's good at doing, it's making guys. Number will go up. That's so, right. The number's going to go up. Number will go up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I on on that note, uh, I was in preparation for this watching uh, some of G Scott's YouTube videos. Um, he, <laughs> okay. Let's go. Love that which, sentence. <laughs> yeah. You guys should check them out if you haven't seen them. They're they're. Pretty funny, honestly. Um, but yeah, it starts out. Uh, he's walking into the nutritionist's room, and you know, he sits down, and he has this very kind of balanced breakfast, and then goes through his workouts or something, and then he goes and has a whole meal at a restaurant, and he doesn't tape what he had with uh, with C.J. Stroud, Trevion Henderson, and um, and then. They, they leave and then all of a sudden, like late night, they're just going out to go get like a massive order of wings and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, you, you had this nutritionist meeting at the morning in the morning and then throughout the course of the day, you've just veered completely off of it, um, which rocks. We do love that. So uh, if, if everybody's on that diet, I've got no, no, no qualms with the idea of somebody putting on weight. You see, I'm well, not I'm not worried about the extracurricular uh, eating. I'm worried about what stud what stud is giving these guys stud just ordering like 20 big Macs. Is he like still around? Do you think he's like, you think he's like lurking in Columbus to give them more food? <laughs> oh no, not stud. I mean, uh, that's his, I, Mick, Mick. God, I, those two are so tied in my mind after last year. It's like, no, I mean, that would be funny though. Greg's the drama, yeah. just unable to get gainfully employed, just hanging around. Columbus somebody. Yeah. He's just like texting, texting the chat. Like, Hey, you guys, you guys going to hang out? Like, what are you up to, man? Like, uh, <laughs> Uh, Meet me at the short north. <laughs> That's funny. No, we'll get um, some get some slices at the North Market, man, and then some. Yeah, gin. for sure, for sure. But I, I don't know, man. I'm kind of curious to see what happens at right guard. Right, I think I think a lot of people have Donovan Jackson penciled in there, and I don't, I, I'm still uh, maybe I'm an Enoch Famahi truther. I don't know. Mm. I think he has some juice. I, I think Enoch Famahi has a chance to be that Mormon. Damn that good. Mormon strength. Oh yeah, we gotta love that. Uh, Plus, you just gotta love a guy with a weird body. I don't know, like a Hmm. guy who's just like short and too skinny, but but is like just really long arms and seems to be strong as hell despite being that skinny. That's just a guy that comes in to me. I'm like, okay, well, he's probably like better off not being part of mixed strength program, just letting him do his own thing. 
and uh, <laughs> see what happens. Let him just do whatever he's been doing. It'll probably work out better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a Donovan Jackson truther as, as I just went over, but on, I've liked uh, Vamahi since he was recruited. Um, is he ever taking the mission trip? Like, I don't, I don't no, know. I think he said he's just not doing it anymore, which is good okay. for him. That's cool. Yeah. You we should, have to support you apostate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we got to go pro apostate. Yeah. The podcast. <laughs> I, we, we are, we are fully in support of that. That's uh that's great. <laughs> You you like try to get like your uh your time at Ohio State uh football like approved as uh I don't know like counting as your mission trip like <laughs> well so there was somebody like, yeah who, there was somebody back in the day uh who who got that approved as like that was their their service was like they were doing enough uh, for the the faith by just simply you know being a national figure Steve Young or like Steve think, Young or something I think it yeah. was yeah. Yeah, which again, uh, Steve <laughs> of the Brigham Young fame. Um, so no, literally his like great grandson. Yes, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's legit. Yeah. Um, so shout out to pretty Steve cool. Young. Yeah, yeah. Huge shout yeah. to Steve Young. I know. Shout out to Brigham Young. Shout out yeah. to Joseph Smith. Shout out <laughs> to Porter <laughs> Rockwell. Um, yep, yep. All that yep, absolutely gang shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they. You can say what you will about those Mormons, but uh, they went hard. You you got to give them that. Um, they did go hard. Um, is is Devin Brown Mormon, or did he just or not? Do we know? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. He looks Mormon. We're gonna we're gonna trust that. We're gonna check the Google machine. Here. Yeah. I think um, we just heard a rumor that he's like uh, Eastern Orthodox or something, and is like yeah. trying to get the other players in the team to like support the like uh, the Serbian page, uh, patriarch. Yeah, yeah. I've been here, Kanu, having like debate nights on. Uh... <laughs> so this is uh, this is you know if you're gonna go to anything you know for 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 information on uh, Devin Brown's faith. You got to go to the source. Uh, this is the front Cougar row? board, um, oh, okay. the BYU, not to be confused with any other type of Cougar board. <laughs> this is the BYU uh, chat. Yeah, you had that bookmark too, right? You just had that, yeah. that keyword. That's how I got it yeah. so fast. Yeah. Um, according to Single Strap Backpack, on 9-12-21 at 9-36 p.m., he said, quote, Devin Brown is LDS, meaning Latter-day Saints. Uh, didn't know that. So wow. apparently he is. All right. We got a Mormon quarterback. We, we um, do have a Mormon quarterback. And uh, I'll tell you what, seems like he can sling the ball. So uh, we're, we're oh, yeah, I'm big on Devin Brown. I am also, I'm absolutely, I'm out on Kyle McCord. Way so too am I. He's a statue. He's a statue. Yeah. I'm after watching him play for like three games, couple practices, I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. No, uh, Devin Brown's the successor. He's the, he's the successor. Um, we're done. Kyle McCord's going to go be great at like, I don't know. Um, Temple. Temple, yeah. Temple, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, he's a Philly guy, so, um, yeah. yeah. He's, well, no, you know what he's going to do is, like, if if for some reason Drew Aller transfers out of uh, Penn State, he'll just go right. be That's like, eyeballs yeah. right there. Where yeah. Is Clifford going to start this year? Is Clifford going to start this year? Yes. Yeah, he will. Oh, my but God. It's probably going to be like a J.J. McCarthy situation where they're giving okay. Allers. I assume you have to bring Allard for some reps. It's like when yeah. you need to well, throw the football, the you bring a like, Drew Aller. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the opposite of, of the J.J. McCarthy thing because, like, Aller's just going to have, like, a freaking cannon. So, like, we, you'd be stupid to have him just running the ball every time like like they like Michigan kind of had J.J. McCarthy do um, in most, most contexts. So – um, it'd be curious to see if like anytime it's like third and eight or longer and they need 
to throw the ball 10 to 15 yards down the field or, or longer. Um, they just, they just tap Sean Clifford on the shoulder and uh, <laughs> let, uh, let Aller take the reins. Let's go. <laughs> is, uh, is, is, is it Clifford like 24? Clifford's been Something there. like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got to see, he was in the recruiting class of 2016, right? Are you serious? Um, no way. That's 26. 16, that was like, are you 16 or 17? I'm like 95% sure. Like, I covered him. In, I covered him in high school. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull it like up. That's like KJ Hill. They love him in state college. And, and I, you know, I don't. Class of 2017, him. but he committed to Penn State in June of 2015. Oh, my so God. Will be, by time, years old. Yeah, by the time he plays his last game at Penn State, it'll be seven and a half years he's been committed to or at Penn State. Oh, my God. Good for him. That is unreal. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so just for some context, that was the Chase Young class. It was the Jeff Okuda class. It was the Donovan Peoples-Jones class, which is hilarious because it feels like he's been on the Browns for like eight years now. Yep. Um, (laughs) The Najee Harris class, that is is unreal. Oh, yeah. Um, when all your contemporaries are like uh, almost entering contract talks in the NFL, and you're still uh, kicking it with the undergrads, uh, that's when you know you gotta love that. Oh, you yeah. gotta love that. That's the life. You you take like two classes and you just like roll out of. You, you don't do any rap, reps during spring practice because like you know you don't need any more spring at this practice, point. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the life. Got to give them props for that. And then Plenty you of, go out uh, and. Uh, yeah, plenty of people go to college for seven years. You know, yeah, I'll tell you, um, without being able to beat uh, yeah. Iowa, <laughs> it's a cool thing to do. <laughs> Many people love it. Um, yeah, I don't know how, how much else. You know, the O line talk is interesting. Running backs, it's going to be. I guess it, who do I want? I want Evan Pryor to be the sort of foil to Henderson. But do we think it's going to be mine Williams? Um, I like man, like. Sounded like Biden was getting the reps uh, just from practice. Just that's what that's what I read online. But uh, yeah, Ryan, you go for it. No, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Like, if you're Mayan, don't you at a certain point have to look like? Don't you have to look around and think about like, right. what it would be like for you to be the full time guy somewhere? But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. And of course, no, like, I yeah, because he's good enough to do it. Like, he yeah. could be great. Like, either at a like. I mean, people always talk about Master Teague going to the Mac. Mine Williams is better than a Mac guy. Like, he, he could be at, like, I don't know. Um, man, just Oklahoma State? Probably somewhere better than that. Like, I guess the um, argument for him is, like, if there's some scenario where Trey Henderson gets hurt, it's a contract year for him, and he can, like, uh, for, for um, Mayan, I mean. And he can yeah. essentially play out the year as the lead back at Ohio State behind his offensive line and ride to the NFL and dip. Or if it doesn't work out this year, you can wait it out for one more year, keep a carry share, and go get his starting job next year somewhere for his final season. So I guess there's really not a downside to him staying in his mind. Of course, oh, he yeah. has to turn off his tires. So there's probably some benefit. But I also don't – I don't know. Like I, I don't think that Henderson is that much better than Maya Williams either. Um, I don't know. He He's a great home run hitting back, but his just like his bust rate's pretty high too. You know I mean? He's not like really going to – he doesn't see the hole very well yet at this age. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? Like, and I think Mayan does do, it does have fairly good vision from that, from, from what I've seen. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious to see who, who takes the second back. I, I'm curious to see if Dallin Hayden is worked in at any point. I mean, I don't know what to expect from him, but uh, you know, I don't expect to see Dallin Hayden at all. 
Yeah. Um, I, I maybe ever, maybe ever. ever. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. ever. Especially if uh, Richard Young shows up. Um, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. If, if, yeah, if Richard, if Richard shows up, that's uh, that's going to be a, a hell of a day for you. Yeah. Mine Williams 2.0. His recruitment has been crazy. Like I um, haven't followed it at all. Oh man. Um, is he gonna? Is he gonna be a Buckeye? Is he a Buckeye? So how are we feeling? My we love sources. our bucks. You know we love our bucks. We do. Yeah, we, we love we, our bucks. We know, uh, so my sources, and this is a guy on Twitter who's a, a Florida State fan. Um, okay. So obviously we know the Knowles are involved. Um, but he went to the same high school as Richard Young, and he said the baseball coach there is a huge He graduated in like 1992 or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's, been, he's been out for a while, so he doesn't know Richard too personally. He's just – he's grooming John is what he's interacting with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, keep yeah. going. So, yeah, so he said the, the baseball coach there's a huge uh, huge Ohio State fan, so he's trying to to steer Richard. All right, all right. So we got an inside man. Got an inside, inside man. man. Yeah, okay. Uh, and you have to assume the baseball coach is just huge influence in that recruitment. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully he's like his like history teacher as well yeah. or something. Because well, like, if you're a baseball coach, you can only coach. You can only teach history. There's like right. the, any you, kind you know, of coach, right? Any yeah. any coach. Yeah. I, it's basically the reason they haven't cut history departments for most high schools. <laughs> yeah, they've got. <laughs> hey, listen. All you got to do for like half the year is just. Make your kids watch Saving Private Ryan and write like a brief report. <laughs> it's no, nah, it's always it's got to be Remember the Titans. It's Remember the Titans three times a year, um, yep. at, at the least. Um, <laughs> now, nah, my, my my football coach history teacher was great. You know, he always gave preferential tre- treatment to the football players, which uh, you know greatly appreciated. Love that. Um, honestly, like people, kids took issue with that, but. Just play football would be my suggestion. Yeah, you know, right. just like, play ball. Get yeah. tough. Yeah. Put your hand in the dirt. You know, uh, there's always a room on the roster for somebody like, who. Wants yeah, this to is that. this is Houston. It's 110 degrees here in August, and I'm doing wind sprints after school. Like, if I get if I get a little bit of extra juice in history class, like I, I'm I've earned that. I'm sorry. Um, Absolutely. For yeah. all that you do for the community, too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Man. Like, <laughs> So true. It's so true. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, wide receivers, not much to talk about. I think, I guess we can predict who the three are going to be. I would go probably, I would guess starting out JSN. This is tough because like the default answer I'd say would be JSN, Marv and Fleming, but those guys are all, but I mean, Marv and Fleming are both so big. I, I kind of think it's going to be JSN, Marv and Egbuka. Um, I don't know though. Yeah, I um, I don't know, man. I got, I really like Julian Fleming. I, I think essentially it's going to be, I, I think Agbuka and or I, I think it's a silent G, right? Agbuka. I don't know how to say yeah. that correctly. Oh, is it? Uh, okay, and, that's good enough. No, I'm just guessing. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I, who knows if the guys I'll listen to are saying it right either? But uh, <laughs> man, it's culture, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, Agbuka and uh, and JSN, I think, can be moved around essentially anywhere in the formation, mm-hmm. uh, which is useful which probably gives you more room to kind of get equal reps on the field for, for Harrison and for Fleming. Um, and it also sounds like Ballard's coming on a lot, right? I, 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 I am buying a lot of Jaden Ballard stock. He is like, he's Devin Smith. I think he's like wearing nine as well. He's, he's yeah, uh, he just, but he has a skill set they don't have, right? Like he basically yeah. has the JMO or like the, like early Chris Olave skill set where you mm-hmm. just throw it to him deep and see what happens. And yeah. And like, as much as I like, I actually think uh, this is probably going to sound terrible in two years over when he's getting drafted in the first round, but I'm probably lower on Marvin Harrison, the average Buckeye fan. Like I like him. 
I don't mm-hmm. think he's like the Mike Thomas clone. He's getting talked. To, he's getting talked about as like I don't know. Yeah. I watched the routes in the in the Rose Bowl. I watched the routes in spring ball. He's like runs a couple nice slants. I don't, I'm not like he doesn't look like Keenan Allen to me yet or anything. I'm not. I'm no. not ready to go crazy. Well, uh, I, I do wonder if like a lot of the hype. Obviously, he had a great Rose Bowl, but I do wonder if a lot of the hype is just in some ways sort of laziness because like, Oh man, his father was like, you know, an all pro receiver. Oh, right. So like, right. Hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we do this? That's the last we'll talk about his father on this podcast. <laughs> Unless you'd like to come on. We would love to have Marge. We would love. Can we do that? Can we do that bit the entire time he's here? Like just like milking. I'm thinking, it I don't know. Dry. I think on our show, maybe we should do some kind of like a true crime style investigation of, of the uh, allegations and see how that see if that makes it to the radar. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I I will not be participating in that. Uh, <laughs> Listen, as I, we I, listeners badly, so uh, we might have to be the ones to bite the bullet. There us. might be a true crime podcast about. You might us. be literally biting the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I've gone out in a contract killing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, anyway, I like, I like Maher a lot for sure. But also like those catches were essentially all over like running backs playing cornerback, right? Like they didn't, they didn't get matched that up. Was so, uh, so funny. The first yeah. time they, um, they, they wouldn't shut up about how the cornerback was, a, was a running back. And it was like super cool when they were leading the game. And then like as slowly as it, it, it was like, uh, like LeBron James coming down the court and pointing at like Duncan Robinson in the. Did final. you see that video this week? Is that what you're yeah, referring that's to? Why I yeah, see yeah. It. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that was great. Yeah. yeah, that was exactly what C.J. Stroud was doing, sort of towards the end of that game. And uh, yeah, they're. Uh, that's by the way that interaction. That's like me when there's a Twitter argument going on in the timeline, and I see an SB Nation guy getting involved. I'm just like, boy, I'm like, <laughs> put him in the switch, put him in the switch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do y'all remember when uh, when Curry asked a switch? off of uh, Fred Van oh, Fred Fleet Van in the Fleet. NBA. Yeah, yeah that, that's, uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> that one's uh, burned in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> that, that one was... Uh, that was. I was, was sipping the Haterade that day. Yeah, same. That so was a good hard. night. Um, um, oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think essentially the receiver room is going to be excellent no matter what happens. There's just enough talent there that whoever works out is going to mm-hmm. be great. Um, the Cam Bab stuff was pure program propaganda. Absolutely no chance that guy. No, does. he's. I I I feel horrible for the guy, but what four ACL tears? Like I just can't see it. For like, sure, that would be like a miracle of modern medicine if he if if he somehow contributes. Like um, yeah, at what point do you tell a guy like, hey man, like we appreciate it. Like we'll give you your senior day or whatever. You know, uh, let you do it. Maybe get him a couple reps if uh, if there's a blowout going on, but like people are talking about Johnny Dixon. Johnny Dixon was like, uh, like it was not three or four ACL tear. Like it just, I mean, it was pretty bad for Johnny. But also, you yeah. got to think too that that depth chart was threadbare. Right. Like yeah. right. he was yeah. walking into like they needed like, Johnny know. Dixon. Oh yeah, like Austin Mack was like a sure thing at that point. You know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. just not a lot of talent in that room. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Zach. Uh, so I guess my question for you guys is like if if one of the top six, so top six we're assuming is uh, JSN, Agbuka, Harrison, Fleming, Ballard. I guess it's top five. Uh, which of the, these freshmen is most likely to play himself into the rotation and kind of get some targets this year? Uh, I'd say Kojo Antwi, just because from my understanding, he has the most unique skill set and he's an absolute burner. Um, from my understanding. 
Uh, so I, I go Kojo Antwi, also a Georgia guy. Got to got to show him some love. Got to represent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think it seems like he's probably the most solid that they have right now. Um, but I think yeah. he's most physically developed, which counts for yes. something. Just like mm-hmm. Lambert has a serious weight room. I don't know. Like I, I think that's probably the biggest difference. Is he's not going to get. I don't know. I think all these other guys are like weighing in under 170 pounds, right? Maybe Caleb Brown is it, but he's short. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm curious to watch it, but. Any other uh, you guys have any other offensive thoughts when you're in the defense? What's what's the uh, what are you thinking here? Um, I think I don't oh, know. Tight ends? Think... Do we forget tight ends? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> John's guy. John's guy. Yeah. Uh, shout out. Yeah, we've got Cade Stover playing back with the uh, with the line uh, with the tight ends. I should it's say. Joe Is he? I thought he was. Yeah. A, I thought he was a linebacker. No, he's so. at linebacker. He's at oh, linebacker. He's, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, Joe Royer time. Misinformation. Misinformation on the podcast. Misinformation. Here yeah. Not, it, this it is this podcast, podcast has been flagged by Snopes. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. We're going to get the Russia State media tag on all our tweets from now on. I'm hoping to one day get that tag. That's my, that that's be my, my life goal. Yeah. Is, uh, is I'm, doing... getting, I'm getting Shen Weiha replying to my tweets. It's my tweets yeah. telling me that I actually don't know strength and conditioning. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm an American dog, and <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Oh, tight end's yeah. gonna suck though. They're gonna be pretty bad. Uh, no, yeah, and I, I, that's why I, I just assume <laughs> fucking go four wide at this point, and uh, yeah, I, I simply wouldn't play them. Like if they're gonna be that bad, I don't know. Like, I mean, also, need- who gives a shit? You know, like uh, who do, does it matter who they put out there anyway? Like. You know, it's, and, it, and why it, do you still have like why is Kevin Wilson still the tight ends coach? Like, give right. Chris Dennis something to do, right? Give him a job. Yeah. Well, Bill Bill Anderson is right up called Kevin Wilson. I guess he's still technically the offensive coordinator, but uh, but man, oh man, they need to figure out. You know, we need to have Kevin Wilson sit down with the Bobs and and get to the bottom of like what do you what does do? he do? What does yeah. he do? There's like three guys. It's like what do they do? Like Kevin Wilson, Corey Dennis. Yeah. Um, who's, the, who's the other guy? Parker Fleming. Parker Fleming. Yeah. Do not well, we know Parker, Parker Fleming. Fleming. He gets coffee. We know what he does. Uh, <laughs> There's, and then also, like, uh, I think they brought uh, they brought Ryan Stamper back in the or no, they brought CJ Barnett back in the program to do his like enforcer stuff, whatever, like his yeah. Ryan Fultelini impersonation. Uh, Mick Marotti still has a job somehow. Um, Unclear. A lot of guys here just uh, don't know what they're doing, don't know what their value is. Like Kevin Wilson's, I'm not even saying Kevin Wilson's a bad coach. I think he's a no, good coach. he's good. Yeah. But what's he doing here? Yeah. Right. Right. No, I like <laughs> Kevin Wilson. He he was at, he was actually really valuable when they hired him. Um, but at this point, it's like I don't know anymore. Well, um, that's what I thought when his name got brought up with, I believe, early, early with the Akron job. Like I thought that mm-hmm. was going to be a slam dunk, and then obviously they, they went out and hired somebody else but uh you know i mean I, I just i thought he would use this as a springboard to a bigger or or a different job but maybe he just hates tom allen and indiana so much that he just wants to stick around and and beat up on them um which again like i think think tom allen's a guy who's coaching to be fired at this point um you do not willingly hire walt bell in the year of our lord 2022 and i got to saw though they yeah, they, they did. Off. They did keep the sun. Which he'll I, be he'll be in Columbus in twenty four months max. Um, there's just no you way. Think so? There's you, no are, way. are you a big uh, McCullough guy? 
No, I don't think he's very. Actually, I don't think he's all like. I don't think he's very good. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> he'll he'll not be in in Bloomington anymore. I guess I should say. I, I um, really did yeah. think it was so weird that like he 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 signed and he showed up, and then his dad took another job like a couple weeks after he showed up. Oh, you so, have like, to imagine what was that argument in that household like? I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God. Or maybe he just doesn't want to play for his dad, and that's why he stayed. <laughs> you know, who that's wants to great. listen to their dad? You know. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much all the thoughts I have on offense. Um, the tight ends don't really make sense to me because in this offense, they really just need a guy who blocks. And G. Scott, um, probably not. Uh, I'd assume not. And Joe Royer, I always sort of got the impression that he was like a he was like more of that like skinny, like, I don't even know, like Jimmy Graham, uh, not comparing him to Jimmy Graham, but that's sort of like model. You just compared Joe Royer to yeah, Jimmy yeah, yeah. But yeah, sort of it's model. like G. Scott's more of a Travis Kelsey type. And then yeah, I, I yeah. think, uh, who's the new kid? Ben, ben Christian's like a real Tony Gonzalez. I'd Sam, say Hart's a, Sam Hart's a Gronk, a Gronk type, I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah mini Gronk, yeah. Uh, whoever Kevin shows Wilson. up and wears 87 um, yeah. and is the tallest, I'll just say throw out there because like that's the – most proven money making scheme in all of uh, all of football at the moment is like get your largest guy to wear eighty seven and throw him at tight end and pretend he's some all world guy. That's right. That's right. And we love it. We love that. Yeah. Defensive defensive side of the ball. What do we got? Um. Who knows? We've got we've got Fat Jack Sawyer. We've got. Uh, <laughs> Tyleek Williams not having a position. Uh, we've got uh, – what more could you ask for? We've got Teron Vincent. Will he be healthy for four games? Will he be Court good? Williams no one playing knows. deep safety, baby. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Yeah, you got – they have 10 linebackers, none of whom are going to play. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on in the defense. Um, is Larry John – like intentional? Like, I, I don't know. Like, it is – how much can you put in at this point and, like – Again, how much sure. are they going to do with with like media access to what's going on? Right? Oh like, no, of course. But I mean, like e- even beyond that, like just personnel oh, yeah. shit, right? Like, like yeah. what are they doing on the personnel front? Like, I don't, I don't know what the answer is here uh, for these guys. It seems grim, right? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I like Ronnie Hickman. Uh, I don't think Josh Proctor is a sure thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. we never really saw him be like he just got treated as like a okay, he'll be an All American, but like. Uh, I don't know. He he's, wasn't that good before, and now he's coming off a broken leg. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, right. If he's an all-Big Ten safety, that would be the best year of his career pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing he brings back in some ways is like what I've talked about before is just he brings this sort of like almost like uh, early 2000s-level hit stick. Uh, sure. To, yeah. <laughs> where he just likes to kill people, in which, like, again – so it was something that that defense like clearly lacked last year in in any capacity. So if he plays like that would be great. I don't I don't know. It's just we all, we all know what we want to see from the defense. I just don't know if this is like again this is this is a change that will probably that from a from a conceptual standpoint they will probably be better. Well, they have to be better than last year, right? Um, but you know it, the the real effects of this won't be shown until like. 
you know, uh, Knowles, and I know it's a trope, but like Knowles can get his guys in and get like, you know, because again, if you get Knowles and in, in like defensive mastermind at like a program like Ohio State, which is a machine, like Knowles hasn't been a historically great recruiter, but like Ohio State also to a degree kind of sells itself to a lot of folks. So like, you know, um, obviously, like you said, there's personnel concerns this year, but if you can just kind of turn chicken shit into chicken salad this year and then uh, move forward and start getting, you know, the quality of guys that you want back in the program. Like I've got, you know, it, it's just, we're in a wait and see period. That's the tough part. Um, For sure. I, I like, I trust Knowles until proven otherwise. Like, I don't think he's doing what he's doing without a reason, unless there's some like curse at Ohio state, which maybe there is, um, that you just have to play guys in inexplicable positions. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I think it'll be fine. Um, at least I, I think JTT is going to be really good. Um, I think, um, I think Denzel Burke, Hancock and, uh, what's his name? Jaquel and Johnson will make a good trio at corner. I think having McAllister there will be helpful. Um, but I, I, I think it'll be fine is my take. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they're going to be okay, right? I think that, like, you know, Knowles is incredibly high-level D coordinator. I think that, you know, you still have Larry Johnson's offensive line. I think he has definitely the right to prove himself that the line's going to get mm-hmm. back to where it was. And um, I, I think that there's definitely some promising players, that defensive back group. Um, still mm-hmm. some questions to be answered, right? Like, especially at um, – especially just what the deployment of these personnel is in the back seven. Like, uh, I think that's the part where I'm most interested, I guess. Like, do they have the personnel to fit the scheme? And do they have the co- – I, mean, I think they have the coaches to coach it up, obviously, right? So the personnel is just a question of, like, do these guys going to fit what their needs are? And it seems that they like Court Williams a lot, uh, mm-hmm. which is good. It seems they like Ronnie Hickman. Um, Josh Proctor seems to have a guaranteed spot, right? And then – I don't know. We, we think that Cam Brown, Cam Brown and Denzel Burke are locked up a corner. So I guess the question is like, what does the rotation look like? And yeah. is like, is Court Williams going to play that like a uh, cover safety kind of spot? Like, you know, how does that fit in? Um, who do you move to that? Uh, what's his, whatever the name he uses for that stand up edge rusher position? R or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's always it's impossible to track. I'm not trying to keep track of the different. I, I I know the Leo is like the hybrid linebacker D end. Um, sure, and the Bandit's the new bullet, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. I think impossible like to a, track this shit. Yeah, yeah no, it's which I'm fine with. I you know I'm a dumbass. If Jim Knowles can keep track of it, then you know. Sure. Basically, like every that. every school has some combination of like uh, Bandit, Viper, Rover, Jack, Star. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple others I'm missing. Leo, uh, just all this absolute same thing though. Back in my day, you just had Will, Mike, and Sam, and that was it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then of course you had the Percy Harvin. We can't forget the Percy Harvin. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the infamous uh, H back, as everyone liked to call is it. Is Evan Pryor uh, going to play the Percy Harvin role this year, guys? Um, <laughs> I think they're going to put Kyle McCord there. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, good. He's I mean, no I guess like the thing is uh, what I'm really curious to see is like do they have someone to play that like one high safety? I know they're not gonna play as much one high, but like can Josh Proctor ball hawk the way they need him to back there? Yeah. Um I think Ronnie Hickman's very solid. I think the corners are gonna be very solid if Cameron stays healthy. Um defensive line, I, I think 
they have to figure out what the fuck they're doing defensive tackle, what the personnel are going to be there. Um, figure out the rotation defense. I'm end. somewhat confident in Vincent after the Rose Bowl, but I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, I just gotta see him stay healthy again, right? That's yeah, another, another right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ty Leak is obviously a stud. Um, I'm, who else I'm think hoping, about behind them? Yeah. That's what I was just gonna say. I think I, I'm hoping Ty Leak, like they figure out how to use Ty Leak, and like it shouldn't be hard to figure out how see, to. It use seems Ty easy. Leak. Just let him play. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. he's like big as shit. Like he's he's a he's a defensive tackle. Like that's what he is. Like I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm so confused why there was a point of confusion about it. Like, right. yeah. isn't he the biggest one? Like I don't. Well, they made him lose thirty pounds. But, well, yeah, yeah, which I've been yeah, thinking he's about. He's the only for a guy year. in the freaking program that like lost weight ever. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they told you to come in as like a condition of it, and then you know, of course, they they can let Dewan Jones stay at three hundred ninety four pounds his right. entire life, but uh, better make Tommy Williams lose that weight, yeah. and then not, and then you know to make sure he can play more snaps, and then not play him the snaps anyway. That's that's the. <laughs> who knows I it, know. it i don't who it it doesn't make sense um at least in the context of last year it, it hopefully will make more sense uh once this season gets started jim Knowles did say he expects them to have the best defensive line in the country for whatever that's worth um if he likes what he sees there then that's a good thing um i guess um you know obviously he's not gonna say yeah i expect them to be uh, pretty mediocre pretty average but um if he's going out of his way to say it then that might be a little bit telling. Um, Jack Sawyer, I'm a little bit nervous on, um, but uh, we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> Jack, uh, did, he did the classic Mick thing, right? Like, we yeah, need, yeah. yeah. need to get stronger. They just made him fatter instead. Right. See if it actually made him stronger, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are the guys they're developing? I mean, like uh, Davon Hamilton was developed really well here. Uh, Chase Young Williams, was Chase Young. Tyler yeah. Williams was like a like a low four star, high three star. So if he's the stud we think he is, then I guess that's a. That's but if a, a guy win. just comes in right away and plays like that, do you think it was like he was developed in the, that one summer, or do you think he was just right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> I mean, Draymond yeah. Jones. Draymond Jones was a three star, I believe. Like, I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot of guys here who seem to underperform at Ohio State relative to their NFL capabilities. Like, Draymond Jones, I don't think right. he's ever dominant here. Jonathan Cooper is better in the NFL than he was at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, like, obviously, Chase Young was brilliant. I'm not taking away from that at all. But, uh, I mean, we'll see what happens with Haskell or Tommy. Um, you know, Zach Harrison is – I don't think you can call him anything but a disappointment so far in his career, right? Tyreek Smith is a disappointment yeah. in his career. Um, yeah, they're not like bad. They're not like offensive players, but they just don't really. They they weren't stars. Um, or yeah, uh, that, really. And like, I, I don't think it means that like Larry Johnson got worse as a coach all of a sudden, right? But it seems like the right. players aren't like. I don't know. There are many physically dominant players out there, right? Like Tommy Togi, I could put up some weight in the bench, but besides that, like who else is developing physically well? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess just that just one man with an opinion brings us know. back brings us back to the uh, the perpetual the original sin yeah. yeah I don't know they're all laughing now but I'm gonna post my way to get this guy fired at the end of the season just everyone everyone keep an eye out for that uh, and like no one survives the evil eye yeah. this long <laughs> it, let's let's be clear if we're if we're proven wrong like I'll gladly eat the crow if if Mick puts on a if Mick puts on a show this year, like I'll, I'll simply like, change the narrative. I'll just change the narrative. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I root for Ohio Nick the whole time. If, uh, 
I will not be held accountable. I, I, I'll, I'll gladly, I, I won't be accountable, but I'll gladly be wrong. Um, you know, like you never. think I, you think I like seeing them get like ran over by Michigan on national TV after Thanksgiving? You think I enjoyed that? Like, no, <laughs> like that's why. Um, Jesus, yeah. So we love I don't know. It. We I, love it. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. hope maybe we can get some more clarity uh, further in the spring. I don't know what to make of the defense at all right now. I have no idea who's going to play. Um, I think they'll be better than last year. Um, and I think the ceiling is actually pretty high. I guess it's a question of whether they'll hit that or not. Yeah, I definitely I have to agree. The ceiling is super, super high. Um, I don't know. What do you guys? What's your overall outlook for the season? What do you guys? Just not to make you do your prediction here on your yeah. uh, you know, first week of spring practice. We'll call it a but... work, working prediction. Um, I I think it's it's hard for me to see them missing the playoffs again, just because of how good the offensive stars are and the fact that they have a real defensive coordinator in the room now and Michigan peaked last year and Michigan state peaked last year. And I don't really know who else in the big 10 is scaring you. I think they're going to beat, uh, beat Notre Dame in, in week one and that'll give them some, some leeway. Um, I, you know, with the, when you have the talent that Ohio State has, especially at the sort of meta positions, as Patrick says now, at quarterback and receiver, like you can always win a national title. I guess I just need to see it put together for me to like believe in that first. Yeah, I for mean, sure. I, I think I think from from that perspective, the national title thing is always just it feels like getting there is one thing and then it's a complete fucking crapshoot after which mm-hmm. at which point like when you get to the game it's like who knows what the hell happens right like because again like two years ago you show up and you're playing clemson in the the, the semifinal, and again like i wasn't gonna play pick ohio state in that game and then they they mollywop fucking clemson and then mm-hmm. uh you show up the next game and your pants are at your ankles and you don't even know what the hell is going on yeah, so, I mean that was a victim of the pandemic. Um, let's call it what it is. Yes, yes. Um, this is the now, Great Reset is hurting our Buckeyes, and I'm yeah. fucking tired of it. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple things I'm pretty sure of. Michigan should be like looking at their schedule, probably undefeated or close to undefeated. And I hope coming into the Ohio State game, Ohio State obviously has that killer first week and i don't know like who knows like this is again like who knows what notre dame's gonna be but it's always good to start with notre dame um because you'll you'll have an idea of where you're at and theoretically should get you know a quality win on your resume early which also because notre dame fucking sucks and i hate them this is another thing (laughs) um shout out shout out uh, they're gonna have like a, a quarterback making his first start of his entire career and also, also a staff entirely made up of like middling former Ohio State players who have never coached in their lives before. Yeah, shock jocks, so, um, uh, yeah. retired shock jocks from radio stations that uh, are now coaching their. Uh, Anthony Gonzalez is going to be a uh, Notre Dame wide receivers coach. He's going <laughs> to try and be the Brian Hartline of, uh, of of Notre Dame while still remaining in office. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Shout we out love to it. Him. Yeah, we, we, the, we the man stepping it. down because uh, you know Trump. Trump went too far right for him, and uh, unfortunately, and, and Biden went too far left. Yeah, you know, 
<laughs> unfortunately left a void for you know anybody f- like from as far right possible as like you know is is going to fill so uh anthony gonzalez joining the uh the foreign uh the foreign ukraine division whatever it is yeah <laughs> that's so Don- true donzo x azov battalion come soon yeah we're gonna we're gonna get a uh a video of, of uh kirk barton with the sign rat on his uniform uh, <laughs> yeah. over in ukraine somehow and you know what we're gonna NATO's do gonna, NATO's gonna post him we're gonna explain you know we're gonna get nyt articles about how actually that's not really that big of a deal you know right um it's yeah. far worse mm-hmm. to yeah to not give you know, millions of dollars to Nazi battalions uh, overseas. Yeah, the United States has never, ever uh, had an issue uh, come back to bite them after giving some uh, some radical extremists tons of weapons and money and training. That has never, ever come back to bite uh, bite us. Um, and this podcast is dedicated to the brave fighters, the Mujahideen. So that's uh, right. That's right. I think I think that's Shout a good place to wrap it. Yeah, absolutely. This was a fun episode, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, that's at B1G underscore Ryan, um, the bad boy of Twitter. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, boys. Always appreciate yeah. the, uh, the hype up. We got to love it. Yeah. Um, good times. You know, we got some more concrete Ohio State news uh, these days, which is always good. But uh, I'm going to sign off and uh, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.